0: Whether you know or think you might have ADHD, it might not be obvious to know what next step you should take. And even though you get a lot of answers, it sure raises a lot of questions. Confusion and overwhelm can show up because you just don't know where to start, what options are available to you and how to deal with this crazy yet intriguing new world you've entered. You can also feel pressured to choose options that could not be in your best interest. And in this episode, I am sharing tips and how-tos so you can make decisions that are aligned with what you really want and need. Welcome to the show. Honey, have you seen my keys? forget it. They're in my hand. There's more to ADHD than being easily distracted, scattered, or a master procrastinator. Being different is not a disability, and it's about damn time we break free from the shackles of society's labels and stigma. Hey there, I'm Zarina Boily, a French-Canadian journalist who found out had a uniquely wired brain at 40 and became a certified ADHD coach. This podcast brings forth a different perception of ADHD to help you amplify your brilliance and phenomenally stand out. Thanks for flying with us. Have a great day. Ready to blast off? Three, two, one. Welcome aboard. Hello and welcome to this new episode of Phenomenally ADHD. It's always a pleasure to connect with you every week and I hope you'll subscribe to this podcast and help spread the world so that other folks with ADHD can start seeing their uniquely wired brain with a new perspective and embrace their difference, so they too can phenomenally stand out. I'm your host, Zarina Boily, and my intention is always to take you in directions you may have not explored yet, and my hope is that it contributes to helping you create an amazing life with ADHD. Because even if we feel that it's not possible for us or that it will take forever considering we have so many challenges to deal with, we can all thrive and have a purposeful life and meaningful one. Wherever you are on your journey with ADHD, suspecting that it might explain years of feeling different as if everyone else seems to be able to concentrate, not get so easily distracted, disorganized, or scattered, but you. Searching for alternative ways to diminish the impact ADHD has in your life, whether it's personal, professional, or relational. Looking to better understand what makes the ADHD nervous system so different from the neurotypical one. Or wondering if you should get diagnosed or not, try medication or not. My goal is that after this episode, you'll have more clarity and an idea of the next step you wish to take. We all start somewhere on our quest and we often think or believe there's something wrong with us. You may have read an article, watched a video, or listened to a podcast describing what life is like when you have ADHD and saw a resemblance with your life your struggles, and your reality. You wondered if maybe, just maybe, you finally found the answer you were looking for that confirms that there's nothing wrong with you and that you're not crazy. You let out a sigh of relief. And at the same time, wanting to have confirmation that it is what you think it is, It raises more questions and you can easily feel lost, confused, and have no idea where to start. For a lot of people, getting diagnosed brings tremendous relief, while others like me prefer to go in another direction. And everything's good, one way or the other. Whether you're wondering if it could be ADHD or you already know it's part of your life, There are a lot of things you can consider doing. What may also be confusing and frustrating is not knowing if the information you find on the internet, for example, is reliable, and if it is, to what extent. There's a lot of information out there, and my first recommendation would be do your due diligence, meaning getting a fair amount of information and knowledge so you can make the best decision for you. Why do your due diligence? Let's take medication for an example. If you do a search on the internet, you'll get a lot of results about what medication for ADHD is, how it can help, and the side effects, etc., etc. You will learn about stimulants and non-stimulants and how it benefits a large majority of the people between 80 to 85% who try it. So the first and most important step is to talk to your doctor if you are suspecting that you have ADHD. You might say that's a no-brainer, but that's a step that can really point you into the right direction. Learning from ADHD specialists or experts should also figure amongst the steps that are included in doing your due diligence. I personally prefer doing so by reading books from doctors, psychiatrists and renowned experts on ADHD, such as Dr. Ed Hallowell, who has ADHD because they really know what they're talking about and have a higher level of understanding since They have a brain like ours. Books from brain health experts such as Dr. Daniel Amen, a psychiatrist with extended knowledge and experience with the ADHD brain and the brain in general. If you're not into reading, both Dr. Hallowell and Amen have a podcast to help you figure things out, understand the brain and ADHD, knowing that the information you will get is reliable. Researching, gathering, verifying information and having reliable sources is something that I did pretty much every day as a journalist. Over the years, I guess it became part of how I operate to make sure I see the big picture and that's why I'm sharing my process with you with the hope that if you feel completely lost, it brings some clarity on your ADHD journey. Make sure to keep an open mind with what you read or listen to because there are some options out there that can help you at different levels or be detrimental to you. Another thing that you will come up against in searching for what's available to you to help decrease the impact of ADHD is contradictory information. Nutrition is a good example and here's something I came across while preparing this episode that illustrates my point. So here it is. Nutritional supplements and large doses of vitamins can add things that some believe are missing in a diet. Some people think dietary supplements improve symptoms of ADHD. Scientists have found no proof of this idea. First thing... Nutritional supplements and large doses of vitamins is pretty vague information. What kind of supplements are we referring to and what does large doses of vitamins mean? So here's what may happen if you don't have the patience to search the internet or have no interest. You might stop right there and believe that if scientists find no proof, then there's no point in looking further when, in fact, research demonstrates that deficiencies in certain nutrients, such as vitamin D, zinc, and magnesium, can exacerbate some ADHD symptoms. Fortunately, there was other valuable information provided on how nutrition impacts ADHD, such as vitamin D and omega-3 deficiencies, food dyes, and artificial flavors. With everything I've read on the benefits of good nutrition on brain health and overall health, having a healthy lifestyle, including whole food, regular exercise, and other alternative approaches, it is my strongest belief that it's definitely something to take into consideration to help make life with ADHD easier. The fact is that what we know about ADHD is that it has nothing to do with having a defected or flawed nervous system. We have a different nervous system just as a standard car has a different mechanic than an automatic one. From that perspective, if we learn and understand our brain's own set of rules, it will work perfectly fine. Seeing our nervous system as being different from neurotypical people enables us to stop and refuse to continue trying to change the ADHD nervous system into a neurotypical nervous system. We don't need to change or exhaust ourselves in trying so hard to be normal because, fact of the matter is, a whole bunch of us tried and never succeeded. As author poet and activist Maya Angelou said, if you're always trying to be normal, you will never know how amazing you can be. And one way to do that is by learning how your nervous system works. And here's something I want to share with you. I remember how strongly opposed I was to medication 10 years ago when I found out I had ADHD. My thinking was pretty much black or white, and I believe that everyone should consider adopting a more holistic approach to alleviate their symptoms. Over time, I realized that it was more complicated than that and that it's not a question of whether to take or not to take medication, but to make a choice that fits our personality and is aligned with our values. So you could say that I mixed the black and white a little bit to create shades of gray that allow me to be more open-minded, knowing that medication figures among the possibilities and options that are available. One thing that hasn't changed, though, is that medication is still the last option on my list, and I'm glad most of what I've tried so far to improve symptoms such as hyperactivity works for me. Most of what I read on nutrition and ADHD, leaky gut, food sensitivities, and the gut-brain axis sparked my interest, got me curious to make certain changes, and most importantly, they made a lot of sense and gave me the kind of answers I was looking for. Because my first thought after finding out I had a uniquely wired brain was that medication couldn't be the only thing that could help. It just made no sense to me that with all the bright people, researchers and scientists on the face of this earth, that no one had investigated other avenues or had had no results doing so. Whatever the option, the only thing that's important is that you do it for you and that it benefits you. It might not necessarily be an easy thing to do, and trust me, it's worth taking the time to reflect so you can figure out what can work for you. Of course, an ADHD coach can support and guide you in the process, and here's what you can ask yourself. Who and what could make my journey with ADHD easier so I can live the most fulfilling and meaningful life? You don't need to have a lot of people in your support system, but it's nice to have a few you can be accountable to. Who has the ability, knowledge or expertise to help me with what I find difficult or challenging? How do my options fit my strengths, interests and passions? This particular question is meant so that whatever is in your support system, implementing it is easier. Another question you can ask yourself to access more possibilities is, what if I allowed myself to experiment new things that spark my curiosity? Once you've done your due diligence and that you've taken time to reflect, the next step is to start building a support system and it was actually part of one of the questions. Not only is it important to have one, but it can make a huge difference on ADHD symptoms and how you navigate through the challenges. However, it's a system that goes far beyond ADHD tools, tactics, and strategies. Of course, your support system will include some of those, but there needs to be things that support your energy and emotions even more so if you are highly sensitive. Mood, needs, and everything else you can think of that might require some sort of support. The system should include things that match your personality as well as your own and unique set of colors. You may have to pause and ponder to identify what will be the best and most beneficial things And don't worry if you don't have all the answers. In order to build your support system, it's good to know yourself, identify your needs, and what resources are available so you can find, ideally, the perfect match. Here's a few things to consider when trying to identify what you may need to add to your support system and... I will also share some of my favorites in the system I created for myself. Oh, and before it slips my mind, remember that a support system changes. You will try things that may not work as well as you thought, and you don't need to have a lot of items to begin with. It will grow over time. Something that I find extremely useful and that helps overwhelm stay away is to sort things into categories. There's a lot of ways you can go about it. Making a list of your biggest challenges is one and doing one according to the ADHD traits that impact you the most is another. So one list can include transitions, overwhelm, attention, distractions, physical environment, emotions, mood, energy, The ADHD traits list can look something like physical hyperactivity, cognitive restlessness, racing thoughts and idea, impulsivity, inattention. Once you have your list, you can have one or two things that you can utilize when you need it and that will support and respond to whatever need is there and requires your attention. Let's take transitions from the first list and see what you can add so that going from one task to the next goes smoothly. Taking a five-minute break may be all that it takes at times, but depending on the circumstances, the level of concentration the task required, and the environment you were in, You may need to allow more time so that your brain can shift to what's next. This may happen if you feel overwhelmed because the environment you were in was noisy, filled with people, or simply exceeded your capacity to pay attention. Taking a few minutes to check within and see what may need to be done so you feel connected, grateful, safe, and empowered is key. There are a lot more things to take into consideration like eating healthy, exercising, getting good restorative sleep, and being mindful. Here's the checklist I've created and go over every time I realize I'm losing focus or can't seem to filter distractions. I ask myself, do I need to take a break, drink water, have a bite to eat, get outside in the sun, stretch or move my body, take a few deep breaths. When I come back from a busy, noisy, full-of-people environment, I know now that transitioning takes more time if I want to be productive, be able to be creative, concentrate, and pay attention. Here's the thing that I do. Stay in the car a few minutes when I get home. If it's lunchtime, make myself a healthy meal and take the time to eat, even if I'm super busy. Walk barefoot in the grass. In the summertime, that's one of my favorite ones. Go for a walk and listen to the wind and the birds sing. Feel the sun on my skin. Lay down for 15-20 minutes. All of these things are part of my support system because they really work to reduce stress, overwhelm, and releasing whatever is necessary to allow me to reconnect to my own energy and emotions. I also pay close attention to my physical environment to make sure there isn't anything that holds my attention or energy hostage, like clutter. So here's a few key points from this episode before we wrap up. Number one, no matter where you are on your ADHD journey, take the time to do your due diligence so that you know what options are available to you. Number two, if you learn and understand your brain's own set of rules, it will work perfectly fine. Number three, take time to reflect, And here are the questions I shared that you can play with. Who and what could make my journey with ADHD easier so I can live the most fulfilling and meaningful life? Who has the ability, knowledge or expertise to help me with what I find difficult or challenging? How do my options fit my strengths, interests and passions? What if I allowed myself to experiment new things that spark my curiosity? And number four, build a support system that matches your personality as well as your own and unique set of colors. Don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions. And remember that everything is fine with your nervous system, so there's nothing to change or do to try fitting in. More importantly, know that there are millions of people like you and me that have this uniquely wired brain, so you have a tribe. I so appreciate you listening, and I'd love to hear from you. If this episode resonated with you, let me know what valuable insight you're taking away and how you can implement it right now. Don't hesitate to leave a review on your favorite platform and share on social media. Until next time on Phenomenally ADHD, own your genius because you rock just the way you are.